I'm Tierra Mitta. Welcome to the Discover Her Purpose podcast, where we are challenging women all across the nation to discover healing, empowerment, renewal, and purpose all through Christ Jesus. In this safe space, we will share our testimonies, have genuine conversations, speak our truth unapologetically, and study kingdom principles to build daily habits and focus on defining what it means to be her in today's modern society. Whether you're broken and damaged or healed and prospering, this is a safe space for you. Real women, real challenges, real grace, real God. Girl, did you see yourself? Did you know who you were? Like, for real, did you even know that you were operating as low as you were? Because I surely did not. And that's what happens when we start acknowledging and confessing our sins. Um, not only would we, when I did that, I also prayed the prayer for the Lord to show me myself as he had seen me. And wow, was all I could say. Wow. Um, wow. The Lord began to really bring things back to my remembrance of things I had done that I didn't even realize that I had done. But not just not just against myself, but against other people. So I want to share this with you. Um, one night I had a dream, and in that dream I was sitting before a loved one, uh, apologizing for how I had said something, and had I had seen her making a lifestyle change, and I didn't like the way that she had did it. So I made a rude comment. <laughs> but in that dream I was sharing how I was wrong for that. And I was basically asking her for forgiveness. Mind you, this was something that I had done years prior to this prayer. But the Lord brought it back to my dream and brought it back to my remembrance. And so when I woke up, I knew exactly what that meant. I knew what I had to do. And so I was supposed to meet with her and apologize to her. So pause right there because I'm like, God, really? Like me apologizing (laughs) like me owning that I was wrong like (laughs) okay but okay fine whatever I'm gonna be obedient (laughs) so I called her I let her know that I had um, had this dream and I wanted to apologize to her and when I tell you that this conversation revealed so much to me about who God is and how he truly cares about the hurts and desires of his of his children, it shocked me completely because this loved one shared with me that it hurt her so much that she began to question God. She began to question that, you know, for me and for others, like, did we really know him? Because we had not apologized to her about this particular hurt. And I was so shocked. I was like, Wait, I had no clue that this individual had held on to this for so long or that the words had hurt her with this much impact. Like, I was just so blown away. But I was, she was so grateful that I had called to apologize to her. But not only that, this lady, she was able to forgive me. She was able to forgive. Um, and she shared, she continue to pour love, you know, and share love with me. And she showed my daughter 
you know, she showered my daughter with clothing. She prayed for my children on occasion, and she would let me know that she prayed for them. But I've say, I'm saying all this to say that that prayer that I prayed, it allowed me to see, you know, first of all, who God is and how, how he cares about us so much that he had given me a dream to really, you know, <laughs> show me myself. Like, I was, I was praying that prayer, and he literally showed me who I was. And boy, I tell you, I was ugly, okay? I was ugly. <laughs> so if you did this, congratulations. Congratulations. Congratulations, you did it. Um, if you wrote down those, those sins and confessed them and acknowledged and set in your stink for a little bit, um, you did it. Congrats on completing the very first <laughs> of many uncomfortable um, steps to seeking God's purpose for your life. So right now we are releasing, we're releasing, we're releasing fears, hurts, traumas, regrets, sins. And that's the first step is to acknowledge. Um, but the other step that kind of goes hand in hand with this is repentance. And so that's what I want to talk to you guys about. Um, and look, look, see, because I said that word repentance, I saw y'all. <laughs> I know as women, we just love rushing to the result part, right? Because we don't like to do the work. We don't like to do the work. But we want change, right? Okay, so hear me out, okay? Don't be trying to turn me off. I seen you in the spirit trying to cut it off. But listen, <laughs> hear me out. I got you, okay? We've heard all of this before. If you were raised in the church, um, and maybe you weren't, and that's why you're here, Um but this is this is important. This is why we break it down. So when we think about our sins, and if you're if you've challenged yourself to write them down, did you see where the root of the issue started? Hopefully so. But sin um, started long before we were born, and there is nothing new under the sun. Meaning it's going to be here now, and it's probably going to be here when we leave this earth. And I think that we just overcomplicate this walk with Christ. We create, like, these man-made standards and traditions that we got to follow, these rules and all this. Like, it, and it really turns people away from wanting to actually have a relationship with Christ because it's so, it's so unbearable. It's a lot. It's heavy, you know? Like, it's heavy. And this is all so simple. I'm not saying living as a daughter of Christ is easy, what I mean is that we overcomplicate the overall meaning to what it means to like really walk with him and be re and be in repentance. You know, I always thought to myself like, "Yo, like this is just this is not cool." <laughs> like giving up all these things I want to do. But once you build a relationship with Christ, you realize that if you, it's just like a relationship. If you love someone, why would you want to do anything that hurts them? Why would you want to compromise that relationship? And that's what sin literally does. Sin literally separates us from God. Isaiah 59 and 2 is something you can reference. But he's perfect and holy, and we are not. And the sin nature makes us rebellious against God. God gave us a, a choice. He said it's either life or death, right? Life or death. There's no in-between. And I think people always try to, like, take the Bible and put the in-between. Like, no, nope. <laughs> like, it's life or death. 
There's no in between. But then he comes back and he says, choose life. That's what I mean by us overcomplicating things because it's it can't get any more simpler than that. Like it's life or death. You have that choice. Life is in Christ. A life of purpose, success, peace, love, all of that happiness, all of that is in him because we were created in his image, both both male and female. But because of the disobedience of Adam and Eve, sin entered into our human nature and it has been passed down to all human humanity. And sin itself leads to death. But we have good news. <laughs> Through him, we can be born again. So Corinthians 5 and 17, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. Oh, God, I thank you for the new. Hallelujah. I thank you for the new creation. Repentance is simply a change of heart and mind that brings us back into good standing with God. That's all repentance is. That's all that it is, y'all. Like, that's all. Whew. So when we are praying that out loud, Lord, I repent of fornication. I repent of dishonoring my parents. That means just to turn. To turn. Really turn and do it no more. I repent of all these things. And this has to be sincere. It has to be genuine. And this should be something so pure. <laughs> so pure. This should be pure and it's sincere. And it should be a desire to obey his commandments and live for him. And if you don't realize this, this is a daily prayer because this is something <laughs> that we do daily. We have to die to our flesh daily. We sin daily. Um, we're not living in sin, right? But because we sin unknowingly sometimes and because we were born in Christ, we do not stay in sin. We run to God when we mess up. Because we know that the Spirit of God can help us release those strongholds and those things that we may have like a harder time breaking the habit of. So that's that's the difference. Before you're born of Christ, we operate in the flesh. And we have no problem doing so. We cool. We comfortable. <laughs> we don't care. And we're not sensitive to the things of God or the Spirit of God. We are operating in our own will, not his. But after repentance, the spirit helps us to turn away from sin. We become more sensitive to the things of God. And we even become sensitive to the things that offend him. So to repent, again, simply means to turn, to change your mind, change your heart. And say, God, I need you. I need your help. I need you to purify my heart, oh God. Because this is something you can't do on your own, sis. Like you can't. You cannot do it on your own. And when you realize that, I'm telling you, it's such, it's so much freedom. But we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to the freedom. Um, but that's the thing. That's when we're talking about release. This is the next step. It's just repenting. And this is our form of surrenderance, right? So what does it mean to surrender? Um. The Bible clearly commands believers to surrender to God, to obey his word and submit to his will. And this, again, is, this isn't easy, nor is it natural while being in this human body because our flesh desires other <laughs> things. But as a woman, it, it truly is freedom. 
to live only through her surrender. She, she experiences freedom only when she surrenders to God. Surrender means to yield voluntarily to the authority of another. For us Christians, the ultimate authority lives with God. So total surrenderance to God requires both a knowledge and understanding of what the Bible teaches and it's, we need to obey the directives, right? So to submitting to the authority of the word and submitting to God, that is our true and total surrenderance. Surrenderance isn't genuine until it's total, right? Luke 9 and 23 says that, so we are surrendering ourselves and we are submitting to his word and his will. It's total. It's humbling ourselves before God, resisting the devil, <laughs> humbling ourselves, and really saying, God, I surrender all of everything. I surrender my heart to you. I surrender my will. Not my will, but yours be done. That's, that's what you need to be praying. That's, what, that's your part. Because God does the rest. But once you give that up, that, that release part, that's you. You're giving up your 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 will for his i want to give you um this version of what surrenderance looks like for me and i need y'all to hear me out okay <laughs> so um have you ever watched cinderella cinderella with brandy and whitney houston that's my all-time favorite movie because if you don't know brandy is my favorite artist <laughs> And just seeing her as the first black princess, it just made me love her even more. So, Brandy, if you're listening, I just wanted to say hey. But, <laughs> but oh, listen, okay. But in the movie, Brandy is crying and sitting in her, her chair in her own little corner. Okay. And then she makes a wish. Now, pause. I know church folk, they're going to be like, oh, Lord, she done brought magic into the, nope, I got to turn it off. No, listen, I know the difference, okay? <laughs> We're not comparing magic to God, okay? I know that. Um, but hear me out. I know the difference. I've always been like a hopeless romantic. I still believe in fairy tales. My name is Tiara, okay? It's Tiara for a reason. So anyway, <laughs> okay, so she makes a wish. And then her fairy godmother comes in and does what she does. But it's just this one scene that keeps replaying in my head when Whitney Houston says to Brandy, okay, now turn around. Don't make me do all the work. And while Brandy is spinning, she spins in circles and her rags are turned into this beautiful ball gown. And that's exactly how I envision what God did for me. Here I am praying in my closet, praying for change, praying to be whole, praying to be forgiven. And God sees me and, he, and I'm shocked by his presence. And he tells me that all things are possible. He, rem he whispers in my ear, release joy and freedom. And says, now turn around. Don't make me do all the work. And as I turn around the first spin, I release all my past sins. The second spin, I surrender over to him my will. And by the third spin, he's created me into this new beautiful woman in this ball ground, created out of all love, grace, favor. And when I wear these glass slippers, 
they enable me to walk into my purpose with elegance, dignity, and poise. And it's the most beautiful gown that I've ever imagined. And the only thing different is I don't have to leave where I'm going by midnight. Mm -mm -mm. He's not leaving me. He's walking hand in hand with me wherever I'm going. That's how I've imagined my version of surrenderance to him. And it's the most beautiful experience for any woman to have. So as I close this episode, I love for you to imagine your own version of what surrenderance and repentance looks like for you. Write it down in a journal or a notebook and just imagine yourself at your greatest. What does she look like? What does she sound like? Whose life is better because she's here? And then partner yourself with the greatest creator of all time and leave the rest to him. And remember, (laughs) it's all possible. All you have to do is believe. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If this episode touched you in any way, please do your part as a sister and a daughter in Christ to give this a five-star podcast rating and spread the word. Share this with a sister, cousin, best friend, or mentor that you'd love to see discover her purpose. And join our community on all of our social media handles listed below at Discover Her Purpose where you can surround yourself with like-minded Christian women and check out our website at www.discoverherpurpose.com for more tools and resources. And remember, your true identity is found in the only one who created you.